Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. everybody, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ray Ann Mullins, and I am very excited that you are here. And today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite things. And I just got to know, got to point out that I say that all the time. Like, I always say, we're going to talk about my favorite thing. Because you know what? That's what we do on this podcast. We talk about my favorite things. And my favorite thing right now is that it's the new year. Happy, happy new year. And guess what I love about new year? The new year is great because it's an opportunity to set goals. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I have to admit that I get, can you tell that I get really giddy thinking about a new year and the potential ahead. I am such a goal geek. In fact, I was in Starbucks the other day and I saw some of the regular guys there and one of them said, hey, Ryan, what's up? And before I could even answer, he said, oh, I bet you're getting ready to set your goals for the new year. And I totally laughed out loud because A, he was right. I was there to work on my goals and create a vision board online, which I'm going to show people how to do that later. And B, it's crazy that someone I barely know pegged me as a goal setter. And I got to be honest, I was a little flattered because I like people to think that. I think that people are goal setters or positive and action takers. So that is me. So first, let me ask you a question though, before we jump into all of the details here. How many times have you set a New Year's resolution? And if you have, how many years did you actually do it and make it happen, right? So if you just answered me in your head that you have set New New Year's resolutions every year and that you don't normally reach them, you are not alone, my friend, okay? I cannot tell you how common it is for people to decide on things that they truly want to accomplish in life to set a goal towards working towards that thing, but to ultimately come up short, leaving them frustrated and totally discouraged. In fact, 25% of people actually abandon their New Year's resolution after just, get this, one week. Yes, one week. For those of them that managed to push past that one week, 60% of people abandon their goals or resolutions within six months, okay? Do you feel like that's you? Okay. And guess what? If your goal is to lose weight, like most of America, did you know that only 5% of people that lose weight on a diet, like a trend diet, are able to keep it off? That means that 95% of those people actually regain it, while many actually gain more than they originally lost. Okay. And I got to tell you, this podcast isn't re- is not about weight loss. Um, I just wanted to point out that statistic. So this next next little fact totally crushes me every time I read it. Even after a heart attack, only 14% of patients make any lasting changes around their eating or exercise, okay? How incredible is it that having a heart attack isn't enough motivation to make lasting changes, 
Okay. It's so tragic and is exactly why I'm here today with you to help you know that you need to do what you need to do to make your goals stick. Okay. And I can show you how to do that. So you can make impactful and lasting changes in your life. And so actually I wasn't going to talk about this, but I decided to. My mother, who I adore, um, and I've talked about many times, she actually is one of those people. She had a massive heart attack, massive at age 52, which is terrifying because that's not really that far away from me. And you know what the funny part is? Is that, you know, the first probably year after her um, bypass surgery, she tried really hard. But then after that, it was like – you know, the weight loss didn't happen. Um, the healthy eating slowed down. The exercising definitely was non-existent. And it always just shocked me because to me, I was so terrified. I'm still terrified of having a heart attack. And I, I know for sure I would want to make changes in my life. But anyway, okay, so moving on. When you're able to set proper goals, because we're talking about goals here, you can be successful. Once you have clarity and direction for where you want to go, either with weight loss or other areas in life, like your career, you can then map out exactly what it is you need to do. It's like a goal GPS. And once you have that clarity and direction, it is much easier to know the steps needed to achieve that goal. Otherwise, we just drift along hoping that something you know, that we're doing will get us where we're trying to get to go. Okay? Well, I'm here to help you stop drifting and start taking action. So I'm happy that you are here listening. Thank you. And if you want, hey, I just want to throw this out here. If you're listening to this this week, like as of, you know, the first week in January 2022, um, I am going to be holding a workshop this weekend, Saturday, January 8th at 1230 Eastern. Um, I'm going to be hosting a workshop on helping you set goals and then create the, um, I'll do like a workbook to help you create notes, to help you create a vision board. So if you're interested in that, it's only 10 bucks, uh, sign up, check the show notes for the information to, to join that. All right. So that being said, I want you to know that you are in the right place. If you've been working on the same goal or resolution year after year with little to no progress, did you know that the average person makes the same resolution 10 separate times without success? What? Yikes. I don't like that. <laughs> and and it's okay if you're one of those people. It's just that we want to stop that madness, right? We actually want you to get where you want to go. Okay. And you're also in the right place if you typically start out strong working towards your goals to only find your progress slams headfirst into a wall once life throws something at you. And we all know that it will. Life is always surprising. You will constantly be tested. How bad do you want your goals? If you are set and focused, you'll be able to work around the hurdles. If you're not focused or have a proper goal set, it's likely you will lose focus and find yourself with another year past and no changes. So I want to go over a little of what you're going to learn today. We're going to discuss one strategy that will make you 42% more likely to accomplish your goals, and we're going to cover how to quit proof your goals so you can finally check them off of your list. We're going to make sure that you know the simple goal-setting principle that will help you to stop procrastinating and start taking massive action and what steps you need to take now to start accomplishing the things that matter most to you. 
The evidence is overwhelming that people that set goals are happier, they live longer, and they make more money. But very few people actually do it. Now, hopefully you are a high achiever that is listening now that does set goals. And if any of my clients are listening, hopefully you're thinking to yourself, I'm glad I set those goals now. (laughs) People get excited about goals. They see the potential and they think, boy, this can really help me to lose 15 pounds that I've been putting off. Or this could really help my marriage. Or this is really going to help me in progressing my career. The list goes on and on so that they write down like 100 goals. This is totally me. I get so excited about what's possible in my life that I go crazy thinking about what I want to do. One problem with that, though, is that it's overwhelming and then you feel like you have no time to get them all done. You might feel energetic at first, but it's not how you feel at first that is going to carry you through. It's your commitment to those goals that are most important to you. Okay, here we go. Now we're going to cover the five strategies to make sure accomplishing your goals is something that becomes your new normal. First up, keep your goals few in number, okay? Seven to 10 goals maximum. If you're going to be successful with goal setting, you've got to keep them few in number, and I recommend no more than seven to 10, okay? A maximum of 10 goals. This goes along with what psychologists say, that you cannot focus on more than seven to 10 things at any one time. This should be balanced throughout your life too. You should have work goals, personal goals, self-care goals, and so on. Again, keep them few in number and make sure that you're focusing on those that are most important to you. Like I said earlier, I get overzealous with goals and have learned in the recent years that I need to simmer down a bit and pick fewer things that I actually want to do and then just save some of them for the next year. All right. The second strategy. So wait, so the first strategy is, you know, don't go overboard, like pick between seven to 10 goals to work on. The second strategy for goal setting is to make them smarter. Now, I'm sure that you've heard the goal setting acronym of setting smart goals, right? You may be thinking, yeah, 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 Ryan, we all know that goals need to be smart. Well, we can take it a step further in setting smarter goals. Okay, so let's go through what that means to set smarter goals, not just smart goals. And probably you do know these acronyms. And and if you don't, then I'm excited to tell you. And if you already do, it's a good review. So S, the S of SMART stands for specific. Goals have to identify exactly what it is that you want to accomplish with as much specificity. Let me say that again. Specificity. (laughs) I don't know how to say that word. It's like specific. Be as specific as possible. All right. Here's an example of a bad goal. I want to lose weight. Okay, now this is more of an aspiration than anything. And let's be honest, there's likely 90% of the population that would easily say they want to lose weight. But again, this is not specific enough to be a goal yet. Now, if you were to say, I want to lose 10 pounds of fat, that is much more specific and well on its way to being a good goal, although there's some things missing. All right, so that was the S of smarter. Now, M, measurable. So now the M stands for your goals needing to be measurable. The old adage says that you can't manage what you don't measure. So you want a goal that is measurable so that you will know when you've achieved it and can check it off. So a bad goal might be, I want to earn more money this year. Not very specific, nor does it really have something we can measure to the extent of knowing if we reached it or not. A better way to say this would be, I want to make $5,000 more this year than last. Okay, so this makes it both specific 
and measurable since you will know when you've reached that amount, hopefully. You have to have that line where you know whether you've won or lost or how what you've done so far measures up. Another good example of this would be, I want to reduce my body fat percentage to 22% by the end of the year. Okay. Do you see how that works? It's specific. It's measurable. Now the A of smarter is actionable. Every goal should begin with an action verb, like quit, run, finish, eliminate, something like that, rather than to be a verb. Okay. Um, not just a regular verb, an action verb. Okay. A bad example would be, I want to be more consistent with working out. Okay. That's a bad example. Now, a good example would be, I want to work out three times per week, or I want to have one date night a week with my spouse. Those are actionable. And just FYI, um, that's something that the whole like date night thing, my husband and I decided that in 2022, we're going to each take turns coming up with a date night. And we're going to do it on Wednesday nights because, you know, you know, the middle of the week, you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> So we thought, wouldn't it be fun to do date night on Wednesday night, and we're going to take turns coming up with dates, and they have to be something outside of the house. So that's actionable, and it's fun and exciting, okay? All right, just a little tidbit if you would like uh, to try that yourself. All right, the R of smarter is realistic. Now, here's where you have to be careful. When I say realistic, I'm not saying that they should be within your comfort zone. They have to be in your discomfort zone not in your delusional zone, but in your discomfort zone. Okay. You've got three different zones. You got your comfort zone, you got your discomfort zone, and then your delusional zone. Okay. One giant thing to always remember is that change happens in your discomfort zone or outside of your comfort zone. An example of a discomfort zone goal would be, I want to lose 5% body fat by July 1st. Okay. That's a discomfort. I mean, that's kind of a lot. That, and let's just say that you set this goal in January. That's six months to lose 5% body fat. That's a push, but re- you know, definitely realistic. A delusional zone goal would be I want to lose 5% body fat by February 1st. Okay, six months is manageable, tough, but manageable. One month is not. That's delusional. Cool? All right, we're moving on. This In Smarter, the T is time-bound or timely. Every goal needs a date associated with it. This is the difference between having an aspiration and having a goal. If it doesn't have a date, it isn't a goal. It is an aspiration or wish. The great thing about a deadline is that it creates urgency and it drives action. A bad example would be to say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. I mean, well, you're saying what you want to do and you're giving it a number, but it's not timely. So a good example would be, I want to lose 20 pounds by June 1st. This completely changes things, right? Deadlines are really, really powerful, especially when it comes to goal setting. An important thing to consider with setting deadlines, though, with your goals is to make sure that all of your goals don't have the same deadline because then you'll get in a good, you know, good way through the year and you'll notice that everything's having to happen all at once and then you'll start to let yourself off the hook. Okay. And most likely you'll just end up blowing them all off. Okay. I am queen like I said earlier, of adding too much to my plate. And it seems that a lot of my goals tend to end up around the same time. So this is something that I need to work on myself. In fact, I've already looked at 2022 and I had four things, major things that I wanted to finish or to have done in April. And I was like, that is 
delusional, <laughs> not happening. So I'm reworking a few of those date times. All right. So, you know, we talked about a SMART goal versus a SMART-er goal. So with SMART-er, we've added an E and an R. So the E stands for exciting. Your goal has to be exciting or compelling. It can't be something that is just small or incremental or something that someone else wants you to do. It has to be something that is exciting to you personally. So a personal example of something that would be compelling to me is – I want to have a wellness retreat in Asheville in April with 25 women. Now, that is exciting to me, and I can't wait to do it. And your goals have to have that excitement to you. But that's the juice that's going to carry you through when you want to quit, okay? If it's not exciting, then why are you even making it a goal, okay? Also, this is just a fun little side note. I just set a goal to relearn Spanish, I was a Spanish minor in college. I had over 10 years of Spanish and I was almost completely fluent. But then I graduated and I really had no reason to continue speaking Spanish. Actually, I'm going to continue this story. I was going to go live in Spain for a year, but then I met this guy named Brian (laughs) and then I decided not to go. And so that's fine. But um, so I just really had no reason to continue speaking Spanish. So one of my exciting goals for 2022 is to be able to hold a full conversation in Spanish by the end of the year. My brother has a place in Costa Rica. And when I go to visit, I hope before 2023, I want to be able to completely speak Spanish to all the people that live there. So that's exciting. That's just two examples of exciting goals. And then finally, in smarter goals, we have another R, and it's relevant. Okay, so the E and the R, excite, they have to be exciting and they have to be relevant. Your goals have to be relevant to where you are in your life. So for me, I can spend an hour in the gym every single day because I work for myself and my kids are no longer in need of me like they used to be. I'm in a place where I can afford to do that, and it's relevant to where I am in life. For you, you might have a full-time job, three kids. Um, or whatever. So seven days a week at the gym may not be relevant to where you are in your life. So you can't measure your place by someone else's. We need to take a step back and let ourselves off the hook and to be honest with what is relevant to your season of life. Sometimes we can be so idealistic that we have the mentality that we'll settle for nothing but the best or nothing at all. And we often end up doing nothing. So it really is important to be honest and know if this is going to be relevant in your life, or if you have to do something less ambitious right now, given where you are right now. So that is setting a smarter goal. Okay. Specific, measurable. Um, what was a, (laughs) I just told you, I'm like, what's going on in my brain? Actionable. Okay realistic, time-bound, okay, exciting, and relevant. Those are smarter goals, all right? My third strategy to setting your goals is to write the suckers down, all right? Few people do this, but there's incredible power in just writing your goal down. It's almost like you're taking the first step in your intention towards bringing that goal into reality, When you write those goals down, it's almost like your subconscious mind is looking for ways to make the things happen. But if you just think them, they tend to come and go. It's a much more powerful experience when you write them down. It's like your brain says, look, if you don't have enough effort or energy to write down these goals, we're not going to take them seriously. 
Okay. In fact, there is research done by Dominican University by Dr. Dale Gail Matthews, and she studied a group of those that did write their goals down and a group that didn't. And those that did write their goals down, she found that if you just write your goals down and do nothing else, that it increases the likelihood of achieving that goal by 42%. So why wouldn't you write them down? Write your goals down. Some people think that it's important to write them out with pen and paper, and some like to just type them on the computer. But there is some research that shows that there may be more value in going old school and physically writing them down. The argument is that when you physically write them, that you are actively more engaged and then, therefore, more aware of what it is that you're putting down. So for me, it is way more doable if I actually write with pen and paper. And that's why I have like, I'm looking over at this stack of journals. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, so you can take this a step further and create a vision board. Vision boards are awesome because you can hang them where you'll see them every day to remind yourself of your goals. Vision boards can have pictures and or words. Okay, I finished mine for 2022 and I love it. And I will show you on Instagram or somewhere. All right, number four, the fourth, fourth strategy of goal setting is to review them frequently. This is by far the number one reason that most people don't achieve their goals. And before I start making legitimate vision boards, I was completely guilty of this. By not looking at your goals frequently, you forget the importance of the goals that you set and you get caught up in a life, you know, and you lose focus and everything else is going to grab your attention and pull you aside. I recommend that at least for the first few months after you set your goals, that you review them daily. This keeps them present to you. And after that, try to review them at least once a week. You can ask yourself, like, what actions can I take this week to make progress towards my goal? And when you reach your goals, you can adjust and tweak them to keep pushing forward, or you can just move on to your other goals and complete those. All right. My fifth strategy for goal setting is to share your goals selectively. Okay. Now in the past, I loved to share my goals with anyone that would listen. And pretty much I expected everyone to hold me accountable. But then I heard this great TED talk by Derek Sivers, and he talks about the follies about sharing your goals publicly. He said, what happens in your brain is that your brain thinks it has already accomplished your goal. Okay. If you tell everybody. Now, if you share your goals selectively with people that will help support you, Okay, I'm thinking like no negative Nellies here and share with people that will hold you accountable. It is important to have someone that you feel safe in sharing those goals. It could be your spouse, a friend, your boss, a business partner, even a coach, someone that is going to be sympathetic, but to also call you out if you start making excuses, not to nag you, but to help you like stay aligned with your goals, someone to help you stay encouraged. If you share with people who don't have your best interests at heart, they either won't care or they won't be willing to help you when you need it. Okay? So let's review. Number one, don't set too many goals. Okay? No more than 10. Promise me. And I recommend that they be spread out among all areas of your life. Like, it's okay to be super motivated in your health or super motivated in your career or your relationships, but it's important to have that balance among your whole life so you have a fulfilled and happy life. Number two, make your goals smarter, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, timely, exciting, and relevant. Okay. 
Number three is write them down. This will increase your likelihood of reaching those goals. Remember, 42% more likely. So write it down. Go right now. Go find a piece of paper. Review them frequently. Having a vision board or a few of them near you is a great strategy to keep you focused. And remember, I'm having that workshop. So if you want to uh, learn how to make a vision board online, please join me. And finally, share your goals selectively. All right. So how do we apply what we've learned today? Why should we set goals? Why is it so important? And why should we do this right now? Okay. One thing to consider is it takes less time than you think. It also pays huge dividends for such a small time investment. To me, navigating life without goals is like piloting a ship without a rudder. How do you get through life? How do you know where you're going? Many people I know end up at destinations that they didn't choose because they just drifted into that life. I'm sure you know people like that too, or maybe it's you. Also, the joy and satisfaction of accomplishing the things that are most important to you are at stake. And accomplishing those things feel so good. If you really want to achieve a life that matters, if you want to get to the end of your life and not have any regrets, if you want to look back and fulfillment and think, wow, I really accomplished some great things. You need to set goals. That is where it starts and it's easy. Now, taking it even beyond just your goals, this is an amazing activity to get going with your kids if you have them, okay? Or your parents or your siblings. One thing that you might have realized is just how much your behavior shapes those people around you, their behavior, especially kids. Having goals and talking about goals in an open environment is so important in shaping kids in terms of encouraging them to think forward and work on improving themselves and making progress. The more you can get into a habit of setting goals, reviewing goals, and making progress towards those goals, it not only benefits you, but it has this tremendous ripple effect on the youngins in your family or other people around you. So do you see how powerful it can be to set your goals? So I really want you to remember that nothing that I've gone over today with you is theory. This is exactly what I do each and every day with me, myself, and my clients. Okay, so I was really wanted to point out too that um, recently I've been really talking to my kids about goals and aspirations in life. And now that they're getting older, I mean, I think, you know, I wish I'd done it when they were younger and we kind of did, but now that they're older and I have one, you know, child that wants to be a famous Broadway singer and I have a son that has really high aspirations for colleges and business. So I think it's really important. So we actually sat down as a family over the holidays and did my vision board workshop that I'm going to host on Saturday. And I had them like go through the workbook and write everything down and they really at first were fighting me. And then by the end of it, you could tell that they had really gotten into it and they loved it. And I'm so excited and I'm, you know, I'm proud of them for just opening their mind and doing it. So I hope that you too will do the same. All right. So this was your new year goal pep talk. I hope that you either learned something new today or that I inspired you to get setting some smarter goals and striving to live the life that you deserve. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. 
And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.